to the world, you know what I'm saying? You really fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? You a fan, bitch. They have all these rounds. Don't look dark like Yeah. Um, and I don't want no more love. I feel it's poison. It's your boy Adrian. I'm back. Um, unfortunately, yesterday did not record, so I couldn't upload the actual podcast session that we did yesterday. So I'm just gonna go back and just talk about a few things. Uh, we still owe you three episodes. You'll still get three full episodes with guest speakers, Mark, and everybody. Um, but I just feel like we talked about being toxic and everything that that encounters, and nine times out of ten. Especially yesterday, I said it yesterday, I was toxic and the people I had around me were toxic back in high school. And you know, people change things, you know, and that's life. You're always supposed to change and adapt and grow. You know, don't get into a situation and stay stuck. So I made a reference yesterday about how me and my friends used to be toxic. And you know, from Derek and Kayshad bro we were toxic because they would know I would do was doing certain things and we knew right from wrong but they wouldn't correct me on it but now now we've grown and we've matured into the men that we needed to be and now we don't let each other you know if I'm cheating or if I'm doing some something slimy or something they correct me on it and I think that's what you need to surround yourself with because everybody needs somebody to lean on um more importantly you know, if you don't know yourself, if you don't love yourself, then you're toxic in itself. Personally, because if you don't know what you want out of life, if you don't know how to treat yourself, how can you expect someone else to treat you? And it just simply, you know, states that in my beliefs, I didn't love myself. So people were giving me love and showing me love. And giving me everything that I would want at the time. Because again, people do change. And I wasn't able to appreciate it or acknowledge it. Because I was too busy being damaged. And not loving myself to notice that, hey, this is a good thing or this is a bad thing. I think people are attracted to toxic people. Just because it's always fun to do things that you know you're not supposed to be doing. Quite frankly. You know you're not supposed to have car sex. But that is some of the best fun stuff because it's the risk versus the reward you know the for lack of a better analogy it's you know whatever um but there are a few things that we as people have to understand everybody isn't the same everybody isn't raised how you're raised everybody wasn't brought up how you're brought up so now you you have to learn how to interact with people you you got to distance yourself from the things that you want 
And there's a famous quote, and I forget who it's by, but they always say, show me your five closest friends, and I'll show you what your future looks like. And I feel like in this day and age, a lot of people are so worried about their self-image, and that's toxic. Like, at the end of the day, everybody's going to have something to say about you, whether you're doing good or whether you're doing bad. Me, personally, I'm not a crackhead, so you can put me in a crack house, and I'm not going to be affected by it. And... I feel like that's the mentality that I have now. I'm not worried about whatever because I don't have to prove anything to anybody but myself. In the long run, that's that's all that matters is am I happy with myself? Can I look in the mirror and be happy with who I am or who I'm becoming? And I feel like a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people are so worried about their own image or what other people might say about them that they're not living their life. Or if they are living their life, they're living their life to please other people. And you know, I have a close friend of mine I've known since the 7th grade, 2007. And she beats herself up so much because of what her family says or how her family views her. And I understand that's family. Don't get me wrong, I love my family to death. But at the same time, it's only so much I'm going to allow you to have on my life. Because you don't live this life. You don't have to live with what it is that I do. Because at the end of the day, I would, even if you're a twin, you weren't born at the same time. Somebody came out first. So you you were born alone, you're going to die alone. And at the end of the day, I don't want there to be any regrets in my life. And I don't want to put pressure on myself that isn't needed. So by focusing on what other people think of you or what you're doing in life is toxic. Because at the end of the day, are you happy? And if you aren't happy, why are you not happy? Like, for the longest time, I think that was the biggest thing with me. I had to be strong for so many people that when I was weak and I needed a shoulder to cry, I couldn't go to them because they've already gave me their problems and I don't want to be a burden on anybody. So, one, being a black man, two, being a man, and three, having nobody, I didn't have that time to vent. So, even though I was helping everybody else with their problems, I didn't have anybody to help me with mine. So, it hurt. You know, it didn't do me any good. So, of course, I started doing what society told me I should be doing. Oh, having all these hoes. Oh, doing all of this. You know, going out, partying. But at the end of the day, I knew that's not who I wanted to be or what I wanted to be. So I had to sit back and I had to do some reevaluating. And and I do that every day. Um, I've trained myself to sit back and reflect on conversations or situations to see what I can do better or what should I have done and I'm I'm now I'm slow to anger now but back in school or back growing up I was the hothead I was the guy that if I didn't like something I was gonna let you know I didn't like it I was gonna be that guy that told you no matter what adult child sister brother father I was that guy and I noticed as I continued to grow up and mature and see that every action has a reaction and a consequence, I may not want that consequence. So I had to sit back and reevaluate where I'm going. And I think that's what we fail to realize when we say toxic. I think we jump to the conclusion of what other people are doing that are toxic because it's easy to blame somebody else instead of blaming yourself or to look at it yourself. And I think that's the first step in fixing our generation or fixing ourselves in general 
is to understand that we have to locate the problem that's within ourselves because nobody's perfect. And I, I feel like too many times we think that we're perfect. We put ourselves on these pedestals because we don't necessarily do toxic things, but that doesn't mean we're not toxic. And so when you put it out there that, hey, the last relationship didn't work, this, that, and third, I've learned this. And this is something that I do. If the relationship doesn't work, friendship, whatever, I take the blame. Whether I was whether I was right or wrong, I take the blame. Because somebody has to be a villain. And if you're already going to portray me as a villain, then I'll be that. Because only people know, know the truth is me, you, and God. And at the end of the day, I don't care what other people feel about me. As long as I know I gave you 110% while we were in our friendship, and our relationship, then you can say whatever you want because it's not going to harm me. My actions speak louder than words. And I think a lot of times that's what we get caught up on because we see the potential in people of of what they can be but of not who they are. And when you think like that, it's dangerous. And that is a toxic trait because that doesn't mean they're supposed to reach the potential with you. Like some people, like the man that I am today, the rope, the, the guy that I aspire to be in relationships, I didn't come to this conclusion on my own. I broke a few hearts. I had a few girls cry and text and not give up on me. And it just wasn't meant for me to grow up and be that man with them. And unfortunately, that's the case. And that's what life has. So the plan was not to purposely hurt them but as I was growing as I was maturing as I was figuring it out for myself I did break a few glasses of a few eggs along the way but the end result to me is the payoff because I realized finally what I was doing to other people and realized that that's not what I wanted to do and that made me change understand no matter how love how much you love somebody that they're not going to change they are not going to change unless they want to change so if you could talk to your blue in the face, if that person doesn't want to change, they're not going to change. If they don't know how to change, they're not going to change. If you feel like you're pouring your heart out consistently to somebody and nothing changes, then nothing is going to change. You can't force somebody to be what you want them to be. And like I said yesterday, this isn't Build-A-Bear. You can't go and build the perfect man. And I think that's where... A lot of this generation is messed up at because they feel like a relationship is supposed to be perfect. And sadly, it's not. No relationship is perfect. But anything worth having is worth working for. And I feel like that plays a part that we see, you know, people are so concerned with, I want to be relationship goals or I want to be this, I want to be that. But you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know. You just show what people put on. And, and that's well and good. Everybody wants to show off their happiness, but are you happy with yourself? And if you're not happy with yourself, everything that you're doing, the foundation of what you're doing is going to crumble at some point. And I'm not saying it's going to crumble right away. It could crumble years down the road. But if that foundation isn't there, then it's, it's bound to crumble. You have to strengthen yourself up first. You have to lay that foundation to to hold whatever weight comes with the building that you're trying to create. And what I mean by that is, if you're broken and damaged from your last relationship, there's no reason why you should be in another one. Because you're not full, full, you're not done, 
I'm sorry, you're not done repairing the relationship that you just got out of. And that just simply means that you're putting more shit on top of more shit. And that helps nobody. And I think in this generation, in the last generation, in the future generations, and that women have lowered their standards on what a man is supposed to be. So when men meet a woman that still has those high standards for men, then it's you're asking for too much or you're doing too much or it's this or it's that. And it's because they've never been held to a standard before or at least not to a standard that high. And that's toxic, I mean, to say the least, because there should be a standard for men across the board. I agree. But it's also a standard for women. Like, a lot of women, it's so accessible now. Like, I remember growing up, you couldn't get a girl to send you a nude. But now you can log on Instagram, Facebook, OnlyFans, and you can see that. So, I mean, people be like, oh, pussy and dick is everywhere. And that is true. But what more do you bring to the table? What more do you want out of the relationship? Because... I mean, sex is cool and all, but sometimes I just want to sit there and vibe with you. Like, let's go watch a movie. Let's go walk on the beach. Let's go have a talk. Let's talk about life. Tell me where you want to be in five years. Like, and I'm not saying hold it as an interview because a lot of people feel like they're being interviewed. But I want to know you. I want to know who you are, not who you were last week, who you were. Who are you now? Tell me about all the pain in the past that you went through. Tell me about it. But why are you telling me that? The end game should be you telling me who you are now and who you want to be in the future. Like, I feel that if you can't, if you don't know yourself, then the world isn't going to know you. But you spend time with yourself, so you should know who you are. You should know where you want to be. You should know where you want to go. If somebody asks you, if you're over the age of 16 and you can't tell me your five-year, ten-year plan, or your goals and ambitions, then you're doing something wrong. You you have to know who you are. Because that is an important piece of life. Like, a lot of people are just existing, but when are you going to start living? Like, and that was my biggest thing. I was just existing. I didn't travel. I didn't go out. I didn't do anything. I always said I wanted to do, but I, I've never made plans. I never made steps to actually go out and achieve those goals that I had for myself. And I was just existing. It was like clockwork. I would wake up, go to work, come home. Wake up, go to work, come home. Wake up, go to work, come home. But then I realized that I was wasting time because life is short. And I had so much I wanted to do. I want to go to New York. I want to go to Washington, D.C. I want to go see the pyramids in Africa. You know, and don't get me wrong, I've been to Korea, I've been to Japan, and those are nice. Those are things that I, I can scratch off, but I still have so much more I want to accomplish, and, and there's so much that I want to do outside of this podcast. I want to be a teacher. I want to open up an after-school program for kids. Like, I don't see kids anymore playing basketball in the street, and that's just because you know, everybody wants to go pick up a gun or they on the game. Like, me growing up, seeing the difference of when we were growing up to now, it, it's heartbreaking because that's why everybody knew everybody. Like, in my city, everybody knows everybody or everybody knows somebody that knows somebody. 
And that's just because from Pop Warner, AAU, uh, going to school, like, we used to connect. And we used to think it was childish, like, oh, man, oh, you know, this, that, third. But now I hold those memories. I hold what we grew up on to be special because it's not here anymore. And then you have kids raising kids. And don't get me wrong, I'm not throwing shots at anybody, but... You haven't even experienced life for yourself, and you have a kid. We have more baby showers than we have weddings. We have more divorces than people going to marriage counseling. And to me, that is so heartbreaking because the world has made it to where it's so easy to give up. It's so easy to leave, and now people aren't staying. Like It's so easy to go have sex with a girl. She get pregnant and be like, oh, man, whatever. It was just a thing. But that's your child. Like, how could you leave your child? How could you turn your back on something that you made? And what hurts more is most of the people that do it didn't have a dad in their life or a mom in their life. And now you're subjecting that child to be the same thing. And to me, that's crazy because now you're just creating a cycle, a generational cycle, a generational curse, as you may. And we're so, we feel so entitled to having money. But what are we doing to set up our kids? Are you, are you owning land are you buying land are you making investments are you and no you most people aren't and we're just leaving our kids in a worse spot than we're in i think that all in all if you want to do better if you want to be better you you have to start making those steps and they're not easy like it i'm 25 it took me the last four and a half years to finally put in place the things that I wanted to do. And it took consistency. It took me realizing that, hey, I want to go and I want to do these things. I want to go and be more. It, I'm wasting time. And, you know, we tend to get sidetracked when, you know, we get into a new relationship or we, we start doing business ventures. It's easy to get sidetracked. I will hold that against nobody, but getting in the right relationship or having the right right people around you should supersede all that because I have some people that have came across my path that have grounded me, and when I get sidetracked, they be like, hey, you know, when was the last time you wrote? You know, how's your book coming along? When was the last time you did something for yourself? When was the last time you took yourself out? When was the last time... You know, and that's what I need because sometimes I get so caught up in other things, I don't really get the chance to pay attention to what I missed or the self-care, the self-love that I'm not giving myself. And that reality check, that little question every now and then, you know, helps me get back off track. Hey, I ain't wrote in a minute, but you know, I've been doing this, this, and this because I already know. Well, why haven't you wrote in a minute? You, you're working on your second book, right? Well, no. Well, now I haven't been writing as much because I'm trying to get my podcast up and running. But I have done some little free write, some five-minute write, time writing. And, you know, cool. And their answer is almost always the same. Well, at least you're moving forward. At least you're not just sitting around twiddling your thumbs. And I think that's the challenge that I want to put out to people with this podcast. Don't sit around and twiddle your thumbs. Go out there and go after it because nothing is going to be handed to you. Nothing is, nothing in life is free. You you always going to have to work for something. You, you may always have to work for something or someone. But 
why don't you go ahead and be the boss in your own life? You may not ever be a boss with your company or whatever, but why don't you go ahead and be a boss in your own life? And that's kind of why I got the mission statement that I do for the podcast. And it's, it's basically, you know, I feel like just like a dream. Nobody can take your dreams from you. But if you can allow someone to postpone your dream or you let life win, then you're only cheating yourself out of what you want. And so that's when I came up with a self-motivation thing. Through knowledge, you'll find a voice that no one can take from you. And and basically, what I meant by that was, if you have knowledge, it's just like a dream. Once you know something for yourself, can't nobody take that from you. They can either be ignorant to the fact that it's a fact, or they'll be like, hey, you know that he's right, and or she's right, and you got to move on, and and understand that you didn't know anything. I feel like if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to choose a new room. Because there's always something more to learn. And I never want to be the smartest person in the room. I always want to learn. I challenge myself every day to learn something new. Whether it's at work, whether it's in life, or whether it's about myself. Because that's more knowledge that I know. That's more. That's a voice that somebody can't take from me. Because... People can argue facts all day. People can argue facts all day. But at the end of the day, it's a fact. Somebody's right and somebody's wrong. Opinions is just your opinion on something. It really doesn't amount to much at the end of the day unless you can back it up by facts. And I think that's where we deviate in life. And again, that just goes back to it being a toxic trait because we let people change our mindset or who we are or what we have set out for ourselves and sometimes you have to tell people and I know this is going to sound messed up but sometimes you have to tell people hey I don't have it hey I can't do it I got to get it for me and it sounds selfish but at the same time it's your mission like until you make yourself straight until you make yourself happy until you get it for yourself, all you're doing is festering. You're growing your own toxic toxic traits. And I guess it goes back to self-love. Like, you got to, so far, all the episodes that I've done have always tied back to self-love or they've always tied into each other. Because at the end of the day, you have to make sure that you're straight. You have to make sure that you're on the path before you can help anybody else. And as hard as that may seem, especially to those people out there that are giving and caring and put others before themselves, sometimes you got to make sure home is straight because you have to go home. You have to live in that. And if you're not straight, you're really not helping anybody else. And that is the most important thing that I guess I could give to you today is that it is okay to be down and out. It's okay to be under construction. And I feel like people want it to happen overnight. It's not going to happen overnight. I just had an amazing conversation yesterday. Um, and he basically told me it's not going to happen overnight. It's not. You got to be consistent. You got to put in the work. You got to learn it all you can learn. And then you got to adapt. And we talked for about an hour. And, you know, he brought so much knowledge. And it was such a different level of a conversation 
to have that, you know, it just reassured me that, hey, you're doing it. You, you've done the, the hardest step was taking a step. And I think that that's a message that everybody could learn from, that the hardest step is that first step. But once you take that first step, that next step gets a little easier. And as you progress and you keep going, it gets a little easier. So no, you're not going to be able to fight off all the toxic people in the world. No, you're not going to be able to be have that reassuring confidence in yourself. Because sometimes I relapse too. So it's a day-by-day thing, but every step gets easier. That first step is the hardest. And once you make that first step, it's just like dominoes. You knock one over, the rest will follow. So I think that in hindsight of time, um, the things that we we have to do is work on ourselves. Because even if we don't think we're toxic, somewhere along the lines we have some toxic traits that are damaging or that may be stopping our growth. So we have to attack that first. Um, and that's really where we want to be at. You know, so I challenge you to f- try to find five things that you can improve on. Just five. And try to work on those. And once you master one, scratch it off and add another one. Um, because when you're working on yourself, it, it feels so much better to, to know that where you came from and where you're going. And when you get to that step, that purpose in your life where you hit that brick wall, where you're deviating of, should I go back to the old me? Or should I keep going? Keep going. It'll be worth it. It may not happen this year, next year, the year after that. It might happen in 2025. But that victory in 2025 is going to be so much sweeter than you having to start over in 2021 because you didn't take the steps in 2020 to get to 2025. You you have to build your legacy. And that's kind of why I named it the Legacy Podcast. Because how do you want to be remembered? What is it that you hope to achieve out of life? Because you don't know when you'll leave, but what will you have left when you do leave? I feel like self-evaluation is pretty much the biggest thing that you could do for yourself going forward and that's where I'm at I'm at the self-evaluation stage I, I'm evaluating my friendships my relationships um, how I interact with my siblings, my mother my cousins, co-workers and trying to be better because I want to be better than I was yesterday so today, I want to be better than I was yesterday. And tomorrow, I want to be better than I am today. And that just comes from self-evaluation. And like I said, it took me a while to get to this point. But then I realized I would always say, oh, the relationship didn't work because of them, because of this, because of that. And then I had to realize, well, after so many times, it can't be all of them. And that's when you come. When you come to that realization, then you'll start to look. You'll start to understand. You'll start to want to make progress and life doesn't get easier just because you know these things 
it doesn't. So I'm not going to say that it does, but it does help you understand and it helps keep you focused. So, like I said, the last the last podcast last night, it didn't it didn't save um so I'm doing this one um just because it kind of I promised y'all a podcast on Monday. Um, this was kind of a rant. It was all over the place, centered off of just where the direction was going. Um, and I have to get more structure. But I definitely want to thank you, say thank you to all the listeners, um, the people that do comment, that give me feedback. Um, I really do appreciate it because I feel like everyone has a story. Everyone has a story. Everyone has a message. And at the end of the day, you're not alone in your convictions. There's someone out there, and there's topics that we want to talk about that we may be afraid of or that's taboo to us, but somebody has to have that conversation or history is going to repeat itself. And, you know, I feel like that's where this could go. This is that could be that platform. So, again, I want to say thank you um, to all the supporters, to all the people that give feedback. Stay tuned. The content is going to get even better. The questions are going to get harder. The conversations are going to get lengthier. We are going to tackle these situations day by day. But my challenge to you is to find out what it is that is toxic about yourself and try to work on it. Um, we're in the middle of planning our next podcast. Um, so just stay tuned. I'll still be asking questions on my Instagram. My Instagram is Adrian Breon, A-D-R-I-A-N-B-R-E-O-N. You can follow my the um, Instagram for the podcast at The True Legacy Podcast. That's T-H-E-T-R-U-E Legacy Podcast. Um, follow us on Facebook, The Legacy Podcast, or add me on Facebook. It's at Adrian Breon, the same as the Instagram. Give me feedback. Let's go tackle these problems together. Um, and I mean, that's pretty much it. That's all I got to say for, on that situation. So, I mean, y'all will hear from me soon. Stay tuned. It'll be out there. I'll be posting. Um, and we'll get there together. One step at a time. One listener at a time. So, stay tuned. And give me feedback.